Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to your week ahead with Mama Data Astrology live right here on the Inner Peace Lighthouse radio frequency. Welcome to the best time of your week ahead of time. Welcome, 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 and Thank you, thank you, thank you. This is your world healer, the dark and lovely astro tarot shaman sitting in for Mama Dada, who will be joining us later on in the show. I would like to take this divine opportunity to introduce myself to you. But first, we should honor, revere, and respect our divine righteous ancestors for without whom we would not be here. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And we shouldn't go too much further without revering and honoring our fearless leader here at the Inner Peace Lighthouse Radio Frequency, Brother Anpu. Thank you, Brother Anpu. Without you, we would not be able to stay ahead, to keep from getting ahead. And we appreciate you so very much for that opportunity. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And we will just, you know, take advantage of Mama Dada being away momentarily and talk about some of the current astrology. Won't you come along and join me on that ride? Let's go. Well, You know, I've been listening to the previous shows and I've been hearing Mama Dada speak on the Pisces New Moon Solar Eclipse season that we're currently in. I must admit she is doing a fine job relaying the energies and relaying the the mood of this current moon season. I would like to add, you know, since I'm standing in and all, the importance and the benefits of dreaming, of daydreaming, of, in the illustrious words of Minister Jew, utilizing your imagination and allowing it to take you wherever you would like to go. (laughs) sort of like putting on a new persona or playing makeup, a a dress-up or make-believe, trying out 
various uh, personas to your liking and pleasure and for the liking and pleasure of others, such as yourself, you wonderful listeners, you. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you, by the way, for being valued, consistent listeners week in and week out, not only indulging me and Mama Dada for the astrology of the week ahead in the forecast, but for even indulging us in our fantasies and our whims as we are so led by spirit. Thank you ever so much. I know that's why Mama Dada loves to give you guys specials such as the Eclipse Wisdom special package that is still available through the end of the month. And thank you, thank you, thank you on behalf of Mama Dada for all of you who have participated in the Eclipse package special this Eclipse season. See you in six months. Additionally, I know she would love for me to thank you all for the divine astral love gifts that you continue to send week in and week out to show your appreciation for her coming back every week. I know you miss her right now, but I'm just holding it down for her while we wait for her to come on and bring you the week ahead's forecast. I know she would definitely not miss an opportunity to thank her precious mama's babies. Woo, woo, yes. And to express her divine gratitude for you entrusting her to be your astrologer, your favorite astrologer. For over a year now Thank you, thank you, thank you Oh yes And she wanted me to give a special message To the 21 day challenge Overcomers Oh yes That she let me know That you guys are doing An amazing job Of realizing ha, That it was never about getting to the end of 21 days and checking off things on your avoid list that you're, that doesn't fit into your dream life that you're abundantly going, springing into as the seasons change from winter to spring, but that it's about the journey. And it was about the journey all along that with each passing day of the 21 days that you are your dream self and you are living your dream life already. Congratulations, 21-day challenge overcomers, because let Mama Donna tell it, y'all are living the dream. And So in the week ahead, when she lets you guys know all about the full moon in Virgo astrology and how to bring down from the spirit realm and the thought realm all of your dreams, all of your intentions, all of your wishes to 
ground level to materialize them in the earth plane, to see, to taste, to touch, to feel, to hear what it's like for your dreams to be made manifest. You will also be able to see under the light of the full moon whether what you've been hoping and dreaming for was really a nightmare. So, you know, it can go either way. It's a full moon. So it's going to either, it's going to illuminate and shine a light on things one way or another. One thing's for sure. You won't be in doubt. You won't be in question. You won't have any question whether that dream was for you or not. You will either step your game up and intensify your desire and your quest and your search with inside yourself for your dreams to be made manifest and materialize, or you will be extremely clear on the fact that you should let that dream die. And without further ado, I am going to, I know you guys are just missing Mama Dada so desperately, so I am going to click over and open up her line, and we will be, she will be right with you guys. Thank you for indulging me, your world healer, the dark and lovely Astro Tarot Shaman. It's been blissful. Peace. All right, all right, peace, welcome, welcome, welcome. I know that uh, y'all got a chance to talk to uh, your world healer, the dark and lovely Astro Tarot Shaman. I hope you enjoyed her. I, I meant to mention something to you guys last week about her opening up the show this week, um, so I apologize, but hopefully it was all good. Thank you, thank you so much, Um your world healer, the dark and lovely Astro Tarot Shaman for opening up the show for me today. Um, I know she relayed a few messages. I knew she'd be opening up for me today, so I had her relay a few messages, but I'm so glad to be back and enjoying you guys myself personally. I never want to miss the opportunity to come before you guys, so thank you, thank you, thank you for indulging her while I got my little stuff together. Y'all know it's still Pisces season, so Starting on time is great, <laughs> but being able to start at all is even better. So I'm glad, so glad and happy to be here today broadcasting with you guys. Well, the moon is in Leo right now, so uh, I don't know about you. Well, yeah, the moon's in Leo right now, so I don't know about y'all, but I'm having fun. Leo is all about living from an open heart and being dramatic and having fun and it bodes really well for Pisces season because the sun is still in Pisces while the moon's in Leo, and the sun being in Pisces is is shining a light and putting a focus on all things fantasy, all things make-believe and dressing up and utilizing your imagination. So I know there's a lot of stuff in the news and social media. I'm so glad I have not been watching TV um, but even being on social media in the capacity uh, for Mama Dada Astrology, uh, check us out on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. 
you see things, you know, it's kind of hard to avoid it if you're on there at all. And so I know there's a lot going on, you guys. I know there's a lot of serious things going on that is not lost on me. I'm not living in a la-la land. But this is a season where you've never been closer to touching your dreams and manifesting them into physical reality than you are in this season right now. We're still in the midst of eclipse season so powerfully, so strongly. Thank you guys for just um, entrusting me to provide you with the most up-to-date information, um, your astrology as it relates to these eclipses. I mean, it's really, it's helpful. It's beneficial when you can know what area of life that this eclipse is occurring in for you, especially in a season like this, Pisces season, where you can't really put your finger on a lot of stuff and you don't really know what's happening with these endings and the, the releasing and the closure and the letting go that we're having to do. And you don't really, you, you know it's necessary, but it, you don't know the depth and the extent of it and how long you'll have to endure it. As it really, especially as it relates to the new, new, the newness, the new beginnings that are coming on the heels of these endings and and what we're releasing and surrendering to and letting go of and accepting and forgiving, and the and and if this all this extreme self care, if it's even going to pay off, what if I love myself unconditionally and nothing happens? What if I, you know, focus on my needs and taking care of myself first? What What's going to happen then, you know? So there's a lot of, you know, stumbling around in the dark right now, but hopefully, hopefully, hopefully I have inspired you guys enough to tap into your intuition, tap into your emotions. Pisces is a water sign. This is the season to tap in and tune in to how you feel how you feel in in your heart, how you feel in your body, how you feel in your mind, and and to trust instead of fear, to choose to trust instead of choosing to fear. The theme keeps coming up. The theme keeps playing out for me in my own personal life as well, of course, and I'm being confronted with with these opportunities. In this opportunity, I can crap on myself. And be scared out of my gourd, or 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 fall into some victim mentality, or or a feeling of helplessness, or I can stand up in the power of my beliefs, the power of the higher power that I choose to trust in, the power of my higher self that I choose to place my trust in, the power of my divine righteous ancestors who never let me down, never failed me, never let me go, never let me go hungry, never let me go without and stand up inside of that, even though I can't see it. I can't see my higher self. I can't see my ancestors. I can't see my higher power. Even though I can't see it, I can't touch it, I can't pin it down, I can't wrestle it to the ground, but I feel it. I feel it all over me. I feel it inside of me. I feel it outside of me. I feel it encompassing me, embracing me, holding me, carrying me, keeping me. And I know in that, in that, in the intangibility of the unknown, I know and in the in the face of fear, I can feel 
in the face of fear, I can still feel and allow the, the what I know and what I feel to be enough. To, to to be enough to 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 allow me to experience the inner peace, the 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 gratitude and the appreciation, the acceptance of whatever it is. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter if it's a financial situation, if it's an emotional situation. We're getting closer to this full moon, guys. So I know the heat is turning up. On these emotions, I know the heat is turning up on these circumstances one way or the other. Thank God uh, I got my hitters with me, my 21-day challenge overcomers with me when we come through because we are just, I took something that I saw. I'm, I'm a super Sagittarius. Your favorite astrologer is a super Sag. And so I see, I see prophetically, uh, you know, psychically, energetically, I see things ahead of time, and I see them, in, in, by the way, I feel first. You know, I, I remember shows ago, it was maybe two or three shows ago, it just was something, I was so excited, overwhelmingly excited, and I've had many, many emotions <laughs> in between then and now um, that differ from that, but I, I will never forget being overwhelmingly excited about Pisces season, solar eclipse, new moon in Pisces. And as a result, of course, everything that would come from that. There, in, in astrology, in spirituality, energetically, in, in uh, the Kabbalion, different um, um, writings that, that dis- depict and describe these natural and universal laws, you're going to always hear about cause and effect. You're going to always hear about, you know, uh, vibration and rhythm. And so, um, of course, whatever I was sensing, it, it may not have happened at that time. It may not have been at the at the new moon, you know, in Pisces. It may not even be while the sun is in Pisces because the effects of an eclipse can last a while. So it could be sometimes in, sometime in April or so. The point is, is that I was sensing and seeing something that we could really get happy about. That's why I was so happy. You'll see it when if you uh, you know tune in to other uh, spiritualists, you know empaths, teachers. They 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 go on feelings. I feel. Okay, you you can't access that if you're afraid to feel. You can't access this information that exists in the spiritual and the energetic plane if you don't allow yourself to feel. I heard um, it was another empath that I come across, and she, her format is so all over the place. I don't even know what category to put her in, if any. But even she was speaking on, you know, if you're on medications, if you're on a lot of prescription medication, you it's going to be a little harder for you to tap in because, so many things chemically within you are being altered or tampered with um, if you're on having to take, you know, certain medications, um, uh, really almost any medication, pharmaceutical. And so uh, I'm mentioning that just to say to be able to tune in ahead of time, mind you, I, I, I sense that things uh, by this full moon, I've been mentioning it to my mama's babies every week, you know, 
okay, this I know you don't see anything right now, <laughs> you know, just, it's Pisces season. It's the season of the intangible, of the things you cannot see. So that's, that, that's not a bad sign if you don't see it yet. Not in this season, it's not a bad sign. If it was the earth sign season, maybe. But the thing is, we're coming up on this full moon in an earth sign where something's going to materially manifest, even if it's in your mind. Virgo is a Mercury-ruled energy. It could be an adjustment. Virgo talks about fixing things. It's very detail-oriented. It's very logical and practical. It likes to reason. And so it could be a shift and adjustment in your thinking that you that the full moon energy gives you tangible access to. It will be unmistakable that you have adjusted your thinking so you can. Maybe it's an adjustment in thinking that opens you up to your imagination, to the side of you that wants to dream, the side of you that wants to believe, the side of you that wants to unconditionally love and accept and forgive. There's just so much going on this season, you guys. I couldn't tell it all in two hours, but I definitely wanted to come on today, speak to a few of the current energies, and, of course, get into this full moon in Virgo. I'm not going to go back and try to finish horoscopes for last week um, because I'm being strongly led by spirit to keep it moving this week and make sure I get this full moon um, astrology and horoscopes for you guys. Uh, because this is just one you don't want to miss. This is one you don't want to miss. I was I was detailing for one of my mama's babies earlier this week um, this, this whole Virgo-Pisces solar eclipse cycle that we're living through, and that the solar new moon eclipse in Pisces that we're living through now, that technically it won't end until we enter a new new moon um, cycle and phase, which will be on the 27th of this month when we have a new moon in Aries. But like I said, it's an eclipse, not your ordinary new moon. It's a new moon eclipse. So you can look um, definitely even through another new moon cycle and phase for the effects of this Pisces new moon one to continue to affect our lives strongly and powerfully. Don't sleep. No pun intended, since Pisces does rule sleep, but don't sleep on the possibility that you can continue to engage with this Piscean energy on on the highest vibration that you can access and still yield some powerful, tangible results, even if it is, even if it's just a shift in your thinking, guess what? That can have material and physical effects on down the line. Like I said, everything starts spiritually and mentally first. It happens there first. You're going to go there in your mind and in the spirit and energetically before you go there physically, period. So y'all just hold on. Hold on. Don't. The, everything I've been talking to y'all about, about fear and, and fuck the, oh, I got the best email this past week. I say yes. <laughs> just, just people resonating with that reality that fear isn't real, that the feeling will come up on you. It'll try to ride you, but it only takes a shift and adjustment in your perspective and in your awareness to see the reality if there's really a threat or not. 
And in most cases, in every case and instant that has arisen for me to utilize as a tool, a teaching tool, and an example for others, in every single instance that that involved me, it wasn't even real. It only existed in a figment of my perception because I either at that moment couldn't see the bigger picture in that moment, and really that's pretty much all it ever boils down to is I just couldn't see it all in that moment. And the little microscopic view that I had wasn't the whole story. That's why I'm really not fake. I haven't really been missing TV. <laughs> I haven't been missing the ratchet dramas. I haven't been missing the news. Well, I didn't watch the news anyway, but, you know, the fake news, the entertainment news and all that stuff that they try to reel you in with to kind of, you know, uh, sandwich in the, B- the other BS that you're not even interested in in between the stuff you kind of are interested in. But I haven't missed any of it. It's been such a divine pleasure to tap in. Did you know, did you realize that Pisces governs movies and and the screen, the images you see on screen, on TV, you getting in front of a camera on YouTube, watching YouTube, that's Neptune and Piscean as well. And so here in a season where that energy and that frequency can is so easily uh, manipulated, utilized for whatever purposes of the person who's, you know, taking advantage of it. It's spicy season. Hell, if you know about it, work it. Some people will do that, take that knowledge and information and work it to their own benefit and the benefit of those around them. Some people will take that information and utilize it to the disadvantage of millions. And so, you know, you, you engage with these energies as you choose. I think it's been just divine that I was inspired to do that, not knocking and ha- and I'm learning in this season not to have judgment even more so for other people, you know, being able to see people where they're at and accept and acknowledge that without judgment. It's another beautiful, blissful uh, byproduct of tuning into these higher frequencies of Pisces. Um, but everybody doesn't do that. Some of the some people say, "Hey, lower vibrations of Pisces is just fine by them." Uh, deception, self-deception, deceiving others, manipulation, um, um, you know, uh, psychological illness and issues, and um, uh, oh, the uh, addictions and all that. Just, just, just totally taking advantage of your addictions. Oh, you like. You like fast, you addicted to fast food, huh? I mean, thank God I have not been going to any restaurant with the drive-thru. I heard, like I said, you can't, a lot of this stuff is hard to escape, and I heard, oh, God, please say it ain't true. Please say somebody did not use their beautiful imagination to come up with, okay, what is it, uh, a fried chicken pizza? <laughs> okay, I heard now the fried chicken taco. It's the shell is not a tortilla shell. It's a chicken shell, a fried chicken shell. Like, come on now, now you just you just playing with people. Now you just playing with the fact that you know a lot of people are caught up in the matrix and are not thinking 
They're not consciously aware, and so they're not actively thinking. They're passively existing. And so whatever you float past them, they go, oh, that's new. I want it. Oh, that sounds good. A chicken pizza? Oh, oh, I want hurry up and get that. Oh, a double down? Instead of bread, it's two, uh, two slabs of fried chicken. Okay, if the chicken is the bread, what's the meat? <laughs> oh, I'm telling y'all, it, my point in mentioning this is, to, just like the way uh, uh, your world healer, the dark and lovely Astro Terra Shaman, opened up the show today. I mean, indulge, continue, continue to and continue to indulge Pisces on the highest vibrations that you can. I've mentioned so many already in the past few shows. Do your own research. Look into it for yourself. Pisces is unconditional love. Start, give that to yourself first. Continue to practice extreme self-care. You will be oh so glad you did. You will be oh so glad that you sent out those uh, frequencies and, and, and vibrations to be reverberated back to you. You can't probably see it in the physical right now. I put, I keep saying that, but the re, but can't nobody take it away from me, God damn it. <laughs> I earned this. I work for this. I did the hard, heart, smart work. To, to be able to even get on the air right now with you today and say 21 days not even up for me, and I'm already seeing clear, concise signs of my dreams coming true. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing to know what time it is ahead of time and know that springtime is coming. And for everybody that slept on wintertime, for the most part I did too. I ain't going to lie. I went through most of winter season doing what the hell I damn want to do. Knowing that naturally and spiritually and energetically, what we're now doing, me and the 21-Day Challenge Overcomers are doing here in these final 21 days of the winter season, could have, should have, would have. Now I know, look, I'm a few years into this. Now I see, I see the the, the importance of giving it a rest. For all of y'all doing, I know Venus is retrograde now and all of the relationships issues are coming up for review, scrutiny, and, you know, rectification. Like, it's serious. I've heard from so many people about relationship issues this past week, uh, the week of, it just turned retrograde here over the weekend. So um, all that's coming to the fore. But a lot of it, a lot of it, even in my own life, is it's just that season, y'all. It's just that time. And and people who don't know consciously what time it is, they can't explain it, but they're feeling the pinch. I knew this was going to come. I didn't know what it was going to be like, <laughs> but I knew it was going to come, and so I, that is why I was inspired to create this 21-day challenge for you guys to participate in with me. I was going to do it irregardless. But I was inspired by spirit to open up the opportunity for you guys to join me. And for those that took me up on that offer, we're living our dreams every day of this challenge. And it's a beautiful thing. It's not theory. It's not, especially in Pisces season where you can't really put anything down. The reason why we're able to see tangible evidence of living our dreams every day of this challenge so far is because 
we dare to tap into the very energy we couldn't see. We we didn't. We still probably don't all the way know and see what is on the other end of this. What once we step into spring and we spring forth here on the twentieth, on the twenty first, the the last day of the challenge should be the twentieth, and then there on the twenty first, bam, first day of spring. We ready. We ready because. We could see past our fears. Well, I ain't going to be able to eat fat food no more. What am I going to eat? I mean, that's the closest thing to me. And if I got to go further, and I, I told you, y'all know I ain't got no car right now. It's like, if I have to go further, did it? Oh, I needed to see the bigger picture. I needed to expand my awareness. I, need to, I needed to feel what it was going to feel like to feel like, well, maybe you might go hungry. But it was a lie. It's the very thing I've been telling y'all this whole time. The fear that's not real. I'm not going to watch TV anymore for the next 21 days. I mean, what if something, you know, happens in the world and I've missed it and nobody tells me about it. And if I I don't see it on TV, I won't know anything about it. This this is not real as it want to be. Just made up. Just needing to expand my awareness that it's something bigger than TV, that before TV, folks knew about what was going on some kind of way. How did they tap in and tune in and turn on to what was going on without TV? This, I'm so glad. And, and to, for it to come in the form of a 21-day challenge, challenge being the operative word, because the challenge I'm finding out is within us. A lot of this stuff is not even hard to manifest. If I write down one more thing and get it before I can write it down good, I mean, I'm I'm done with a lot of people. I, that's why in this season, when you see these low vibrational manifestations of Pisces, like helplessness and victimization, like that's why I said last week, and it felt heartless for like two seconds, but then it was like, that's, but it's not real. If somebody got, well, I can't do this, and my life is just so horrible. Shut up. So what? You got the same divine opportunity as the rest of us to overcome the challenges that mostly reside within ourselves, that mostly reside within our mind, that mostly reside inside of feeling associations. Inside of feeling associations, being scared to feel because you have felt this way before and you didn't know what to do. And, well, before you didn't know that you could expand your awareness, your conscious awareness, and that you could see a bigger picture and that there was more that maybe you didn't know that was inside of the microscopic view that you had. That if you took the very lesson of Pisces season, which is just be, if you just took the time to just be, and allow the thought, whatever's coming up, bubbling up from the inside of you, allow it to come on and bubble up to the surface and, and deal with it and embrace it and love it and merge with it and accept it and surrender to it and all its supposed ugliness. Okay? Because everybody not sitting around bitching and moaning about these fears that they've made up that are causing them their own challenges. I love it. I love that we're on this journey of challenge. It, it, I could foresee it being a challenge, I guess, because I figured, well, hell, I ain't been doing this all winter season. Well, hell, winter solstice is December 21st, 22nd. 
should have been, you know, eating cleaner as of December 21st, 22nd. Should have been monitoring uh, the influences around me and not not allowing any low vibrational entities to uh, coexist in my environment and space. I should have been monitoring what I'm watching and listening to, you know, and conserving my energy and focusing my energy inward. Should have been doing that. But I'm going to take these last 21 days inside of this sensitive season, especially at the most sensitive point, the point of of change, the point where we go from the the end of winter season into the beginning of spring season. Not only that, the very ending of a zodiac solar cycle. The sun going through Pisces represents the the wrapping up of an entire solar zodiac year. Not month, year. Not season, year. This is that's what people are feeling, but can't explain it. Can't put their finger on it and explain it. They feeling this eclipse. They feeling this um, zodiac cycle and season wrapping up. And so, yes, if your mate, if you in the last three months have experienced a breakup, count it all joy. And I'm not kidding. I'm not exaggerating. And I'm not trying to be funny. I'm I'm super serious. I can include myself in that category. A breakup of sorts. Yes. Count it all joy. Especially if you ain't heard from them. <laughs> not only for their sake, but first and foremost. I know it's difficult not to think about the other person, especially if you actually cared about and loved them, but then, you know, a lot of us, it ain't even, it, love ain't got nothing to do with it. It's about them attachments, them, 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 <laughs> them cords, and contracts, soul contracts, and cycles. So I say count it all joy. Because that has opened up and allowed an opportunity for you in a season where practicing extreme self-care and prioritizing your own meditation and your own um, time out and time in the background and time resting your energy instead of exerting your energy. And if you are exerting your energy in this season, you're exerting it spiritually, you're exerting it energetically, you're exerting it um, in the way of the practicing of the extreme self-care. And if you're doing that and this person is really, truly a reflection of you, they're doing that too. And if that's what they're doing, if that's what y'all are doing, what's the problem? If anything, Venus retrograde, this going to make both of y'all, and you can this can comfort you as far as what the other person is likely going through and thinking also, you know, depending. But likely it's just giving everybody involved a chance to even reassess how they feel and their uh, relationship to the relationship even deeper and further. So that ain't bad either, especially if at the end of the reassessment and the review, 
they realize, oh, I can't live without you. And they really going to probably feel like they can't live without you if you are taking, like I say, taking divine advantage of this opportunity to unconditionally love yourself. This this person or any other person in your sphere of influence is merely a reflection. They are mirroring a reflection of you back to you, whether you like what you see or not. If you don't go, don't attack that person, don't charge them up, don't challenge them to change. Once again, the challenge lies within you, within us. I'm going through the same thing with y'all. That's why I know. And I'm literally, <laughs> I'm literally seeing favorable results. And this, we ain't even got to the full moon. My challenge overcomers are literally seeing favorable results, and we haven't even got to the full moon yet. This is not a joke or a game. This is real life. Just because you can't see it, touch it, taste it, feel it, hear it, with your five physical senses, please do not count it out. Not in this season. What's going on right now? The solar eclipse, new moon, and Pisces, we won't have a full moon lunar eclipse in Pisces for the next eight years. What we are living through and experiencing and the challenges we are overcoming now are going to have reverberation for damn near a decade to come. It's not a joke. It's not a game. Don't discount it because you can't perceive it physically. Bet you're going to perceive something physically by this full moon in Virgo. Bet you're going to perceive something physically before the next month and a half is out with this eclipse energy going super strong still. It matters what you're paying attention to. It matters what you're focusing on. I titled the show uh, what I did regarding focus for that very reason. Focus on manifesting your destiny. I don't give a damn what's going on in politics. I don't give a damn what's going on in, I don't care. Because it's all subject, this is, the, this is the very energy that all of what we see reflected in our outer world is subject to anyway. That's why this time governs dreams. Because a lot of times we're too goddamn chicken to deal with stuff in our waking life until we get dreams. We get these dreams where our subconscious is like, nah, nah, I ain't forgot. <laughs> I ain't forgot. You can't push me out just because you're scared. You can't suppress me and push me down just because you're scared because it's going to be in them dreams. It's going to be while you sleep. It's going to be in your feelings. It's going to be in your subconscious. It's going to be in the realm of your uh, issues with fear and trust. It's going to be in the realm of you uh, uh, believing that the universe is wise and loving and that the creator, creatress, God, God is absolute, has your best interest at heart or not. You can't avoid that. You either It matters what you believe. What do you believe? I told y'all that three, four shows ago before we even got here, that it matters what you believe. Do you believe you ain't shit and you a loser and life is a bitch and then you die and, you know, fuck FML? And, I mean, if if you have typed FML <laughs> in the last three months, 
like literally, definitely in the last three weeks, it matters if you believe that shit. It matters if you believe that everything you need has already been provided in abundance, that everything you need you are equal to or greater than, that it matters if you believe if you're priceless as opposed to worthless. It matters if you believe you are beautiful from the inside out, not the outside in. It matters if you believe that. It matters if you believe your beauty comes from a bottle and a pack of yakis, or if you believe that that just the way you wake up every morning with a little grooming and maintenance regularly is more than enough to display your radiant beauty. It matters. You're going to mirror and reflect what you believe. You're going to meet people who believe just like you do. You're going to meet people who believe, well, her, her, she ain't got that good yucky and, you know, she, her, if it ain't straight, you're going to attract these people who believe that same bull and wonder why you can't keep up. Them bags cost, from what I hear. I don't fuck around with that shit, but I heard they cost. You paying top dollar to get it shipped from overseas so you can feel good about your life. When everything you need to feel good about you, you already have it. The hair that naturally grows from your head. You can practice extreme self-care with that and end up falling in love with your own hair. And guess what? If you done fell in love with it, you're going to run into other people who just love it. Just ask to touch it. You better ask somebody. They didn't ask to tell, oh, she's so shiny and it's just so soft. And you would have never known that if you kept buying into the lie that you needed some super straight yakis to be beautiful, to feel beautiful. I'm not saying don't, like, like I, this Pisces season, this is a season to dress up. Try your different hairstyles and your wigs and your all that stuff, brothers. Definitely try your, you know, switch up your swag, you know, try the sporty look, try the, you know, uh, uh, super uh, uh, swagged out look, whatever that is for you. Like, play with it. I was in a, a, a swimsuit earlier in the week. I ain't big mo. Got past 70 degrees where I'm at, but hey, I was in a swimsuit, and you couldn't tell me nothing. I had a cover-up, y'all, but I was in my swimsuit earlier this week. But my point is, whatever you're afraid of, well, if I don't watch TV anymore, well, if I don't get a good weave, well, if I don't, stay on social media all goddamn day long, like I ain't got shit else to do. Like, what the fuck were we doing before damn Facebook and Instagram shit? I think I can come up (laughs) with another productive way to fill my time, to fill my imagination, to satisfy the part of me that wants to indulge this energy of fantasy, this energy of escapism, that's Pisces for you, escapism, without losing the fabric and the substance of my life. 
Well, goddamn, yeah, if you uh, shoot up, or I don't even know how you take heroin, but I know it's a real popular drug for some. But, yeah, if you take tons of heroin, you can escape and probably damn near not have to come back. But you can also pray and you can meditate and you can accept some things and forgive some things and surrender to some things so you can find some inner peace. So you can find the things that money can't buy. That's why Pisces is so, you can't get no more opposite of material Saturn reality than Neptune, Pisces, fantasy. And so if if there's ever an energy where that uh, doesn't manifest in in a tangible way like finances, um, it's in Pisces and Neptune. You better you better figure out between now and this damn full moon. I'm telling you, you better figure it out because Mercury is square and Saturn. We're going to talk about all that. You better figure out what, real quick, what holds real weight and value in the spirit realm. First, I'm not saying fuck money. We all recognize the, the, the uh, value of finances. Clearly, I'm not saying that. Even in astrology, finances are accounted for. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that even when you're talking about finances in astrology, when you get bare bones down to the the uh, to the uh, crux of what that even that energy is, it's value. Yes, it's valuables, but it's value too. How you value yourself, the very same energy. We get introduced to money on talks about self-esteem. So clearly it ain't just about the coins. It's how you feel about yourself, how you feel about what you attract, how you feel about what you have access to. All right, y'all. I got a call on my phone. I'm not going to click over and answer, but I will take that as a divine sign for me to push forward to this week ahead because I can get caught up talking to y'all real quick on just what I'm feeling. As empath, I like to channel that for y'all because a lot of people, like I said, a lot of people, they don't want to feel. And, hell, I figure I got access to all these feelings. I might as well in- interpret them for, for those who don't normally like to engage. Thank you, thank you for those who are listening, um, who called in and are listening, and those listening online. I see you, and I appreciate you. Um, we're going to jump into the week ahead, Sunday, uh, March the 12th, the day of the Virgo full moon through Saturday, March the 18th, okay? Shouldn't take us too, too long. Uh, right before the full moon, I told y'all Mercury Square and Saturn, I talked to one of my mama's babies about this uh, pretty in-depth um, the other day because it's just, it's for, for, one, for one of my mama's babies, it was just popping up all over, over the place. So the fact that it's the very alignment that occurs before the full moon, you know, holds a little weight, right? Sunday, uh, March the 12th, 6, 10 a.m. Central, Mercury squares Saturn, okay? 
Um, the last time this occurred was August the 6th of last year, and it's going to happen one more time this year, um, September the 25th. So when I give you all these dates, I'm just giving you all a reference point for um, anything that you may recognize in this energy that I'm going to describe uh, and correlating it back to other uh, uh, times. Um, when you're dealing with Mercury square Saturn, you're deal Mercury is the communications, right? It's the planet of communications, of travel, of information, of messages, okay? And then Saturn is lovely. <laughs> I always think of restriction first, but I'm learning that Saturn is not just restriction. It's also structure, which is can be a really positive thing. And it's also, you know, hard, hard smart work. It doesn't have to be hard work. You can work hard and you can work smart and uh, it can feel like hard work. It's still Saturn. There's really just no way around it, but you can engage with these this the Saturn energy in a high vibration and really learn to appreciate Saturn for what it is. Trust me, when it's a whole lot of Pisces, you know, low vibrational shenanigans going on, oh, you're going to be looking for Saturn anywhere you can find it. So um, Mercury square Saturn is about Mercury mental and then the Saturn hard work, okay? Um, because it can be mentally challenging under this energy and influence, you may want to consider making plans a mercurial function uh, uh, making plans and, and traveling kind of more on your own. Uh, so because Saturn on a low vibration can also be the, the negative, the pessimistic energy. So this can talk about negative thinking. It can talk about misunderstandings, of course, when it comes to communication. If you're having a hard time communicating, there could be some misunderstandings that go on, or you could be having a hard time communicating or getting a message out or receiving a message because of negative patterns of thinking within you or within another person. Um, uh, important communications and meetings, mercurial meetings, um, uh, you know, paperwork, signing on the dotted line. If it's really important, uh, if you can't push it out, if you can't push it out, I would even say a couple of weeks. If you can't put, if you can't push it out a couple of weeks, oh, but then you're even going to be in Mercury. Uh, we're going into the zone for Mercury retrograde on the day, the day before the new moon. On the it's on the 26th. So if you can't avoid, because you can't just keep pushing stuff out. I get that. Um, but definitely around this time of, of Mercury square Saturn, which kind of can mimic a Mercury retrograde feel, I would definitely say have a second pair of eyes, look at it, or listen to it if somebody brought you a message or you've received a communication via mail, via email. Uh, <laughs> I would have somebody else look at it. A trusted friend, a professional um, someone who deals with legal contracts, business matters, definitely. Um, <clears throat> this is not the time to rely on what somebody is telling you, okay? That, thank God we're still in Pisces season and we're relying on our intuition anyway. Um, Mercury is still in Pisces at this point that it's squaring Saturn at 27 degrees. 
and Saturn is in Sag um, at 27 degrees, both ruled by Jupiter, okay, um, Pisces and Sagittarius. So the uh, the possibility of communications going awry, going left, saying you just said one thing too many, like if you to just shut up two sentences ago, uh, Saturn wants you to restrict, to structure, to pare down what you are communicating. Keep it short, sweet, and simple. Get straight to the point around this time. It's not the time. I know it's going to be a full moon, literally the same. It is a full moon, literally the same day. So emotions are going to be running high and, you know, people might be ticking out there. And you might have just said the one final thing that was the straw that broke the camel's back. This is not the time for that. If you don't have to have an important discussion at this time, don't. Wait. Think to all those Mercury retrograde suggestions I have for y'all. Think twice before you say anything. You know, uh, read over. I've been I've been working that out I, before I hit sin, baby. Let me hold on. Let me read through it, and I always find something. I always find something. It's it's that season. It's that time. Mercury is squaring Saturn right now. It just goes exact the day of the full moon. So what I'm telling you is good for now. It's nearing these the critical 29th degree. It's going to be at 27 degrees. That's it's it's been in play. It's been some good advice. <laughs> if that's why I say if you if you are estranged from somebody or anything, listen. Everything happens for a reason, and 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 this is the season to appreciate, accept, and surrender to that and merge with it and become one with it and see and unconditionally love it and embrace it. I love, I got to read y'all one of these. uh, Y'all know I love me some affirmations, and I love me some affirmations at the new moon. And I've been reading over this one. This one, I wrote down like a jillion of them, but this one I've been reading over, over and over and over because I love it so much. I said that I easily find myself embracing chaos and confusion. You heard me properly. I did not stutter. I easily find myself embracing chaos and confusion I mean, under under no other new moon could I write this except the new moon in Pisces, solar eclipse. I easily find myself embracing chaos and confusion, dealing with them in constructive ways. Saturn, take something and, and, hell, build you something with it. If you're going to get it anyway, merge with it, become one with it, say fuck it, and just <laughs> make it work for you anyway. Dealing with them in constructive ways that lead to peace of mind and serenity. How are you going to take some chaos and confusion and turn it into and construct something that leads to peace of mind and serenity with it? Only in Pisces solar eclipse new moon season can you actually <laughs> intend that and then manifest it so beautifully. Mental work is Mercury square Saturn. You know now it's likely not going to be easy to curb what you want to say, 
to curb negative thinking, to curb misunderstand, having a misunderstanding. But if you employ that Saturn on a high vibration, high, high vibrational Saturn, just want to construct something, just want to make it up to the peak of that mountain, even if it's just one foot in front of the other, one foot a day. But progress, even if it's slow progress, Saturn also has, I told y'all last week, has an effect has an effect of enduring and lasting. It may be, feel like it's going slow, but it's going to last. Venus is retrograde right now. You're not, no, you're not jumping off in the bed with somebody you just met. You're not going home with them, even if you don't plan to jump off in the bed with them. You're not doing anything that's running on this high vibration of just not thinking and just going. Not when it comes to things that are related to Venus. And so here's a second reminder with Mercury square Saturn to slow down. Slow your Mercury, Saturn and Mercury, slow your mouth down. Slow it down. Curb that. Restrict that thing. Not to not say what you want to express, just think twice about it before you say it. You may find that second pass through your mind that you maybe want to say it a different way or not say it at all. I'm finding the biggest blessing in not saying anything at all. Letting people be just the way I want to be in the, these final days of Pisces, sun and Pisces season and, and in these final weeks of Pisces solar eclipse, new moon season and, 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 and just be and just enjoy being and don't have to feel guilty about being, don't have to feel bad, don't have to apologize. Just be. So <clears throat> if it's real important, have somebody else look at it, uh, run it by somebody else. Don't rely on what other people have to tell you because they could be having a square, a challenge to their thinking and their communication style. They, their thinking and communication could be being negatively impacted by pessimistic thoughts and confusion and chaos they deal with. Maybe they didn't make an affirmation that they want to transmute some confusion and chaos and make it a tribute to their inner peace and serenity. Maybe they're confusing and chaos because they didn't throw a, Af- a Pisces, New Moon, Solar Eclipse affirmation on it. It's actually stressing them out and causing them, wreaking mental havoc on them, and they end up spreading that to you unconsciously. Don't rely on what others are saying, and be careful with what you're saying. It might be that one extra thing you say. And consider this for other people. Maybe they just put their foot in their mouth. Maybe it's a, maybe they vibrating low on Saturn and Sag, which can definitely teach you that lesson <laughs> about putting your foot in your mouth. And uh, take it from a super Sag, I know. <laughs> And so maybe somebody else says just that one extra thing that just, it, it affects, it impacts you, you know. Uh, you knowing ahead of time what's going on, you then you take the divine opportunity to think twice before you even respond to them, if you respond to them at all. 
Okay. Uh, <clears throat> it's 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 with, with with Saturn squaring our mental, our mind, our communications, our travel, our the information we're gathering, um, the short trips that we take in our local neighborhood. I mean, um, especially like with siblings or relatives. Um, Give people the bit. Let people make it. Be willing, especially on the day of the full moon. Like, first of all, you know people ticking with that full moon. You know this. In Virgo, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. But uh, <laughs> in Virgo, some of the low vibrational manifestations of that Virgo energy, it is ruled by Mercury. It can be like, oh, I don't even want to be mean, but, like, it can be, <laughs> mentally unstable, you know what I mean? So, like, seriously, let, give people the benefit of the doubt. Let them, not, like, let them make it, it's okay. Let them make it, like, forgive them, Father, they know not what they do. Let them make it, okay? And and take full advantage of, of, of recognizing what this energy is to access Saturn on that high vibration. You're going to win if you pare down if you curb, if you restrict your mouth <laughs> and your mind, monitor your thoughts. Don't let yourself dip into no low vibrational manifestation of nothing. That's why I'm telling you right now with this Pisces energy that's still in full effect, you can merge with and, and dissolve anything, anything. People born with Mercury square Saturn in their natal chart, um, like uh, Billie Holiday, Isaac Hayes, Pharrell Williams, Maya Angelou, Tyrese, George Washington Carver, um, Vin Diesel. These people are challenge overcomers naturally. Come on, I've been talking to you all about the 21-day challenge overcomers and I and our experience so far. We're um, in our 10th day today. Um, and these people... Uh, the, their challenge is in their mind, and they they tend to have challenges with communication. And Saturn acts as a restrictor or an inhibitor for these people, typically, um, just in the basic areas of life. So these people, when you're talking about a square test challenges, they're faced with many opportunities throughout their life, likely to turn corners, to make adjustments, um, and to perfect. The, the shortcomings and the deficiencies that uh, a placement like this talks about. And so, um, you know, challenges are meant to be overcome. And these people can no doubt master the skills um, that uh, in communication and in media and broadcasting and in thinking in the mind, whatever. <laughs> George Washington Carver, he was an overcomer. You hear me? He took a little peanut and and just mastered it. I'm sure it was challenging. How do you, like, make some of the stuff he made with a peanut? Like, goddamn, you really turned some mental corners to come up with that one. You really overcame some boundaries and restrictions in your mind to just create that like that. Amazing. Amazing. Pharrell Williams, Maya Angelou, come on. 
So that's what we come into the full moon energy with. We're at the halfway point for the show right now, and so we've got plenty of time to really dig into this, all right? Sunday, March the 12th, at the top of our week ahead, 9.54 a.m. Central, the sun in Pisces at 22 degrees is directly opposite like a seesaw, the moon in Virgo at 22 degrees. Virgo and Pisces are opposite signs. They are natural partners and complements to each other. In any opposition in astrology, it is an opportunity, yes, for a tug of war if that's how you so choose to engage the energies but it is also a divine opportunity for the perfect balance. When we're talking about Pisces and Virgo, we're talking about the axis of work and service. In Virgo, you do work that's going to yield you tangible results like money, material results like money, material results like productivity or being productive. That's why in Virgo we're detail-oriented. We choose to take chaos and make order out of it, put it in order, get organized, okay? And there in Pisces, we are working for not material benefit and gain, but spiritual benefit and gain. That's why in Pisces resides selflessness and the things, the work that we do that we don't expect anything in return. We're doing it for the spiritual energetic satisfaction there in Pisces. We're not forgiving in Pisces because we want people to like us. We're forgiving in Pisces because we know that as long as we're in unforgiveness, we're tying our own energy up. We're damming up the flow of energy in our own lives when we choose to live in fear and choose to live in addiction and choose to live in victimization and victimhood and helplessness. That ain't helping nobody, not even us. So that's the frequency and the axis of energy that we're dealing with at the time of this full moon. For you specifically, what area of life these, Uh, issues of work and service are coming up in to be balanced is going to depend on, you know, your time of birth if you want to get into the houses and the specific areas of life that are coming up for you. Um, In general, by way of your sun sign, I'm going to touch on those very specifically. Um, So if you don't know your time of birth, if you know your sun sign, you can still get a lot accomplished energetically knowing the specific area that this full moon in Virgo is going to highlight for you. Full moon, fully illuminating, highlighting a particular axis, which I will describe in detail for each sign of where this can show up. And where it shows up, and the way I've organized the horoscope today I'm going to give it to you in just the same way. For instance, I'm not going to do it now, but I'll tell you what's going to happen that's different from how I normally do it. Um, I always start out with the horoscopes, with the sign that the lunation is occurring in. This is a full moon in Virgo. So, yes, I'm going to start out with Virgo. 
But I'm going to start out with Virgo and Pisces today because I'm going to highlight for Virgo and Pisces how the energy of this full moon is going to show up in either your first or seventh house axis, which is the axis of Aries and Libra, which is the axis of your relationship with yourself versus your relationship with others. So for Virgo and Pisces, Whatever pops up for you here at the Virgo full moon, likely it's going to bring up, illuminate for you fully to where there's no confusion, any issues that you're having with your relationship with yourself or your relationship with the other. If you see that it's a tug of war, and that the spotlight is more on your relationship with others. You're really having horrible issues and problems that are just exasperated and, you know, fully shown a light on here by the 12. Then you'll know, hey, I'm out of balance. There's so much energy on these others in my life or this particular other in my life that I need to balance the scales by putting more weight on the end that deals with just me, myself, and I. And so in that, I can achieve more of the perfect balance instead of this damn tug of war, okay? So that's just an example. We'll jump into that here in just a few moments. Let me go over a little bit more of the general astrology for the full moon so you can recognize, so you can peak game and recognize, especially in this season where we are going on our fit while, while we are tapping into our intuition and relying more heavily on our feelings still in this season, especially as we get closer to this full moon where feelings are going to be on full and we can tap into the, these higher energies, okay, because they're not all easy. Uh, we got The sun and the moon is in opposition here at the full moon, and then we've got uh, Jupiter and Uranus still uh, in, in extremely tight opposition almost at the same degree of the full moon. So there's, you know, it's begging for us to pay attention to it too. Um, any tension that's been going on in your life, in your relationships, in your finances, um, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be – even fuller, you know, as we get closer to this full moon. Um, that's what full moons illuminate is any underlying tension. The kind of, you know, we like to sleep under the rug and then at the full moon when everybody's ticking and on full and emotionally full, the stuff, stuff just happens. Have more car accidents, all kind of stuff. So, uh, that's just automatic and obvious. You 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 know go leading up. It don't even take it being at the full moon. Like even now, leading up to the full moon, whatever people are feeling, it's it's bubbling up to the surface, and ain't a lot they can do about. That's why the moon, the very phases of the moon, tie into the tides of the freaking ocean. Watch to these large bodies of water that when you talk about water, you're talking about emotions. So you don't think emotions are tied in with these phases of the moon? And so 
with the intensity of the full moon, any full moon, we're being forced. It's, it's putting it in your face. The, the light of the full moon is shining on. It can't miss it. People's emotions on full, they can't suppress it. You know? So if you're looking for an answer in a, in a particular situation, um, you know, hopefully you've been sowing seeds during this heavy uh, eclipse, Pisces, solar, new moon season to where you can affect and, and become, be every day a little bit more the change you want to see by the time the full moon comes. So you're not just sitting around looking and waiting on some stuff to happen. You Some stuff going to happen you didn't want because you didn't set your intentions right and, and put this structure, this Saturn structure in place that, 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 that accounts for boundaries, that accounts for lines you're not allowing people to cross. I don't give a damn how much you kick and how full on your emotions you are. You better not cross this line and this boundary. And I know Pisces season is the season for no boundaries. But like I said, when that Pisces get a little too much for you, I bet you're going to be running to some Saturn. Oh, give me some structure. Give me some restrictions. Restrict my own self, too. Uh, so the the likelihood of intense emotional encounters is high, clearly. But so is the likelihood of of deep psychological self-analysis. I mean, your our emotions are we. It's not going to skip me. My emotions are are increasingly on full as well. But my intentions. I'm structuring my intentions in such a way that, you know, I'm getting out of even myself the results I want to get based around the intentions that I set. Uh, positive transformation. Uh, uh, you know, are possible as we endeavor towards peace and harmony within ourselves first. Then that will be mirrored and reflected in our relationships. If you if you full of chaos and confusion, and you're not converting that and uh, construct using that to construct a life centered on inner peace and serenity, then you know that that's your full moon going to look a little different. So uh, something positive can come out of this. Like I said, if, if if any imbalances are highlighted for you at the full moon, count it all joy because now that it's unmistakably clearly illuminated in your face, you can consciously choose to engage the opposite energy. That's why I'm going to give you all the horoscopes the way I'm going to do it today. You can consciously engage the opposite end of the spectrum of energy and balance it out. It's not whatever goes on at your full moon. It's not the end of the world. It just may be the beginning of your new world. Maybe it took, maybe that quarter moon here <laughs> over the weekend in Gemini didn't fix you. Maybe that quarter moon in Gemini that should have caused you to have a shift and a change and a turning of a corner in your mind, maybe that didn't occur for you. Maybe it happened and you missed it <laughs> because you were low vibrational Pisces somewhere, passed out, intoxicated, or in some old BS codependent addictive relationship and couldn't think straight enough to even see it. But maybe this full moon will wake you up. Maybe this full moon will help you make the necessary shift. 
by, before we uh, get into Aries new moon season. Who knows? Hopefully so. So um, polarities and opposing forces in your our lives are being highlighted and on full display for us all to have the opportunity to bring some more balance a perfected balance into our lives, okay? This really can be a great thing. Don't be scared of full moons. If anything, full moons are a really good checkpoint and manifestation point to see if you're on track with those intentions, whatever intentions you have set for the solar new moon eclipse in Pisces that is not only going to govern your next month ahead, your next six months ahead, your next year ahead, if you had a solar return around the time of the eclipse um, here in Pisces, but also your next eight years ahead until we have that lunar full moon eclipse in Pisces in 2024. These astrological alignments, these lunations, these aspects, they do not happen in a vacuum. Everything is just part of a larger cycle. You're not making a decision at the solar eclipse new moon in Pisces or even leading up to this Virgo full moon for that day for that time, for that relationship, for that moment, for that situation. The reverberations are far beyond what you can imagine. That's why it pays to expand your awareness, to see the bigger picture, and realize that just because you ain't communicated with somebody in the last three months, three days, three minutes, three hours, three weeks, it might be just what the doctor ordered. Have you allowed yourself to meditate on that and just be, and just be serene, and just be peace and harmony long enough to gain some proper perspective on what you're dealing with and going through? I'm not minimizing it. I'm not saying that it's not a big deal. I'm saying that in the face of Pisces, it ain't shit. Because it ain't nothing that Pisces can't merge with, can't dissolve, can't accept, can't surrender to, can't forgive, can't blend with, can't overcome. Nothing. So you can't come, you can't email me, you can't one click email access me, you can't call me, you can't send me an astro love gift and tell me to look inside of something that I cannot show you, especially here in Pisces, New Moon, Solar Eclipse season, that you are equal to or greater than. You just have to see. You have, first, you got to believe that. Not believe it because I pulled it out of my butt and said believe it, but believe it because it's true. It may, it may be true in the plane of the mental and the spiritual first, but that don't make it not true in the physical just because it ain't trickled down to that dense, most dense material plane yet. It's so much going on in this freaking world right now that you can pull it up on the internet. You can it can it can actually come out of this puppet's mouth, and you saw it on TV, and that'd be some of the most fakest stuff out here. So you can't tell me just because you can perceive it with your five senses that that makes it any more real than something that you can't. You come talk to me and my 21-day challenge overcomers when spring gets started, and you tell us if we can't pull something out of the spiritual realm, out of the realm of the mental, and watch it, believe it, 
believe it because we saw it there first and watch it manifest and materialize and that it ain't real and true just because we couldn't show it to you 21 days before then. Uh, it's definitely a full moons represent a harvest time. Like I said, for seeds being sown all along this new moon um, cycle journey, you know, the full moon is going to be a time to where either we get, get, we've been successful and we get to, to reap that harvest or that, you know, something is fully illuminated to us to show us, okay, well, you didn't quite hit the mark, but just I'm going to show you how you can fine-tune it, how you can bring some balance to this, and here by the end of this season or whatever time period or cycle, you can definitely see the results you want to see, the harvest you want to reap. We don't, a lot of times, especially at new moons, we're making our intentions, you know, the the the, the um, chalkboard is blank and we can write whatever we want on it. And a lot of times we're just writing in the dark. We don't know. We just know what we think we want. And it takes the full moon, thank God, to show us, okay, maybe we don't want that exactly. Maybe we can just tweak it a little bit. So like I said, don't be scared of the full moon just because of the uh, heightened uh, emotions and heightened awareness that if if you're if your whole point is to reach the goal or the destination or the manifestation of whatever you want, then then this is a blessing for you to be shown what emotional adjustments that can be made in order to see and achieve the goals that we desire. Okay, uh, the full moon energy is going to be in effect for two weeks. It's going to be in effect from the point of the full moon up until the uh, new moon in Aries there on the 27th. At that point, that full moon energy is, you know, wrapped up, okay? And it gives way to the next new moon cycle, which will be in Aries. Um... I did tell y'all that Jupiter uh, opposing Uranus at almost the exact same 22 degrees that the sun and the moon are opposing each other at is going to it's going to play it's going to you're going to see that manifest, okay? And we spoke about the Jupiter Uranus opposition before just as a reminder, this energy is that energy where you need your freedom and your space. Jupiter governs Sagittarius. Sagittarius wants to have the space to go on their explorations and their adventures and their higher, uh, their get their higher education and go on their long distance journeys. Don't you try to put no boundaries and restrictions on Jupiter. It's almost the exact opposite energy. So, uh, and Uranus is all about freedom too. <laughs> Uranus is governs, you know, the freedom to be you, the freedom to do you the freedom to rebel if you want to, the freedom to change it up if you want to, the freedom to step outside of your box or comfort zone or a box uh, that somebody else want to put you in if you want to. And they're in opposition. So there could be imbalances with that, you know, showing up in your life where your desire for freedom is encroaching upon somebody else and you're shown how you need to kind of just moderate that or tweak that. Jupiter, the key word for low vibrational manifestations of Jupiter is moderation because Jupiter, like I said, always want to go do a little bit further, say just one more thing, just do it one more time. <laughs> and so if that may be highlighted 
if, if you feel under this energy, if you feel like anything is stopping you from having the fun you want to have or, quote, unquote, restricting your freedom, you're going to feel a really strong urge to balance that ish out. No, I've, I've been curbing my desire for freedom long enough, so I'm going to balance this out by indulging my more rebellious side, by indulging um, the side of me that just wants to be me without apology. So it can go either way at, um, here at the full moon, okay? Um, those <laughs> Uranuses, those sudden events that you don't see, you know, out of nowhere, like, and the out-of-nowhere thing that can happen under this energy and influence is just like, um, you know, like I said, you curb that urge to do you for so long, maybe within the context of a codependent or addictive relationship um, uh, or, or an abusive relationship where you were literally restricted and or felt literally restricted. And under this influence, there can be a release, a sudden release of built-up tension um, that could that could lead to a change in circumstances. So, you know, um, if you're um, considering this Mercury square Saturn uh, energy and you're you're restricting that communication as it relates to curbing it and paring it down, not like I said, not not saying things that need to be said but thinking twice on how you're going to deliver it, how you're going to say it, how you're going to express it, how you're going to get a message through and across, and, and saying the least amount necessary to convey the desired message. It's, it's going to be in this Jupiter excessive, like low vibrational, put in your mouth, um, uh, uh, just taking it too far uh, that I think people could probably get into trouble and 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 could lead to a negative change in circumstances uh, versus a positive change. Maybe it's finally saying the bare minimum of what you need to say and express, or saying it behind a boundary line that protects you. Maybe you need to wait till you get out of the physical environment to say what you need to say. It could play out that way, but still cause a positive effect in the change in circumstances that you need to where Brother Ampu says it all the time, it's in the buildup of that tension where these negative manifestations, especially of like these um, malefic energies like Mars and Saturn and, and low vibrational Uranus can take place. You know, don't. This is not the energy where you're just going to, it's a full moon. Jupiter is opposite Uranus, so they're in a full moon aspect and opposition. This ain't the energy to, like, go along to get along or play like everything's just fine. Like, you can't do that when the uh, energy is so intense. And so, um, yeah, it it it. Change, a lot of us want change, and, uh, and at the same time, a lot of us fear change, a lot of us resist change, and I just definitely, whenever I'm talking about Uranus especially, especially with Jupiter, throwing Jupiter on it where the, the energy of Uranus can be intensified, the change can be greater with Jupiter on it, especially in opposition, depending on how it's playing out, I would even more so admonish you guys like I normally do with Uranus transits 
to remain flexible. Stay ready to change. Stay ready to flex on them. Stay ready. Ain't nothing. Look, if you steady putting yourself, um, allowing yourself to play around outside of your comfort zone, to play around outside of these boxes you want to stay in or that others want to keep you in, then you can't nothing come along that doesn't serve you. Make it work for you, whatever the change is. And then don't be, be courageous to initiate any necessary changes that promote your feeling free. If you're in a relationship and you feel bound and restricted and enslaved, you might want to consider making an adjustment. You might want to at least consider being open to necessary adjustments, even if you're too scared to make one yourself. If an opportunity to switch it up comes along, by all means, switch it up. The devil's going to be in the details, too. This full moon is in Virgo. That's why it's going to pay to restrict and pare down what we think we want to say so damn bad because it's going to give us an opportunity just like when I'm talking about Mercury retrogrades. I told you this Mercury square Saturn has a retro Mercury retrograde feel on it. This is the time to practice being the world's best listener. It's going to pay off, trust me, with all of these Jupiter opposite Uranus, Sun opposite Moon, Mercury square Saturn, stop, Saturn, stop, restrict, pare down, boundary, stop, look and listen. Stop, look, and listen, as opposed to being so on the reactive. I know it's going to be a full moon. It's going to be so easy to react. Try to curb that and listen and observe and find. As as you hone in, that's been one of my things for my 21-day challenge, so I'm getting better at it, listening, being a good listener, fighting the impulse to interject, especially I told y'all with the sun is still in alignment with Mercury right now. I was born under that alignment. Like a lot of people are, the sun and Mercury are never too far apart. So the likelihood of you being born with the sun in alignment with Mercury is reasonably high. And so uh, this is having that as a natal placement. I know all too well, like I mentioned last week, like I'm never like cutting people off because I want to be rude. It's just that that mental energy is high and it's high right now. And and we just want to talk and we just want to express ourselves and we just want to be heard. And, you know, then mix that with the full moon. I'm telling y'all the caveat, even for me having that as a natal placement is to practice, to learn, to over the span of my lifetime, do what I can to become a great listener. And I'll see the benefits in that mirrored in the higher reflection and manifestation of this natal aspect. I'll be an even better communicator because I'm a good listener. And so I want y'all to keep that in mind as things come up leading up to this full moon is how you in paring down your communication and taking others' communications to you with a grain of salt. It's a difficult time in communications for everyone. 
it, it can be as we get closer to that full moon right now, Mercury's still in a beautiful, I've been taking total advantage <laughs> of Mercury being in alignment with the sun and being in the sextile to Pluto. But as we get closer to that full moon, the Mercury aspect that's going to be on highlight is that square to Saturn. So just watch it. Uh, I really want to get to these horoscopes because I really want to set y'all up to succeed. The last thing I'll mention about the astrology of the full moon in Virgo is probably won't be talked about a lot because it's like a loose um, aspect, a looser. It's within a three-degree orb, but it's a looser aspect than the exact aspect of um, the sun opposite the moon and the almost exact aspect of Jupiter opposite Uranus. But within a three-degree orb, the sun is sextiling Pluto and the moon, the full moon, is trining Pluto, the moon in Virgo, Earth sign, and Pluto, they're still transiting Capricorn and Earth sign. So with the moon trine and the sun sextile, there's, we're being given access at this full moon to some insights, okay? Some more watery Pluto governing Scorpio, some more insights emotionally, okay? Once again, if we look and listen and observe what is being so intensely dis, uh, uh, illuminated and displayed for us that so much so that we won't even be, we won't be able to be confused. It'll be clear to see if we curb the desire to open our mouths so quickly. And with Pluto's influence here as we see the trine to the moon in Virgo and the sextile to the sun in Pisces from Pluto and Capricorn, we'll see a divine opportunity. The very thing I say about Pluto every time I speak on it and the very thing I even mentioned as a beautiful uh, uh, blessing of this full moon is, is going to be the opportunity for self psychological analysis, okay? Seeing yourself in the midst of everything that's going on and how if we get real intimate, Pluto talks about intimacy and diving deep. You know, you ain't scared. If you're diving around in Plutonian waters, you ain't never scared. You ain't scared because Pluto governs the taboo, the things people don't even want to talk about. It's so dang deep. Pluto governs transformations. Come on. Pluto's talking about going from a caterpillar to a butterfly. You know you got to go deep to do that, experience that, to initiate that. Yes, we want to transform other people. Yes, we want to transform things outside of ourselves like our external relationships. But whatever is shown a light on at this time is going to allow us to utilize that to transform starting with ourselves and our own psychology and our own motivations and our own uh, 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 relationships with, you know, lower vib- potentially lower vibrations of, of Pluto, which is jealousy and obsessiveness, you know, and just ridiculousness. If, if, if you're too scared to deal with your own in- intimate, deep psychology, you're going to continue to meet it in others in ways that scare you, in ways that don't feel good. Um, you're going to, you, Pluto is about research and investigation. So you may have, when I say stop, look, and listen, 
You may have to look for a little longer than two seconds. You may have to be really patient. You've got to be patient to curb your mouth and your mind from negative thinking. You also have to be patient to endure transformation. You have to be patient when you're going deep. You have to be patient when you're researching and investigating yourself, your motivations, your emotions, your psychology. You have to be patient. This is going to be, I love it. And Virgo, the, the sign the full moon is in is an earth sign. Earth signs are notorious for being slow, steady, productive, but slow, patient. Willing to wait to see. Um, Moon Trump, when you're talking about Pluto and research and investigation and the patience and being willing to wait, you can, uh, if you're patient enough to say a, a private investigator, that's real Pluto, right? And research investigate a PI. You hire a PI to look into a particular person, let's just say. Well, yeah, you're going to have to wait on the results, but when they come to you with that final report, it may take a week. It may take a month, but when they come to you with that final report, it, 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 it will seem like no time has passed at all because you, you got the answers to everything you were wondering about and waiting on. It, the waiting paid off. And with this being a trine from the full moon to Pluto, your, your patience is going to pay off. And it's going to have a lot to do with your emotions curbing or taking advantage of the intense emotions of this full moon. It's going to reveal anything you've been wondering about, want to seek out answers to, they can easily come to you this full moon. But you're not going to get them by being in your feelings. You're not gonna get. You're not gonna get it by being afraid of your feelings for sure. You're not gonna get it by uh, uh, by having a whole whole bunch to say. No, you're gonna get it by stopping, looking, listening, observing, and and digging, digging into you first. You got 85 questions about other people you've been in relationship. Well, what about you that attracted them? What about your psychology and the depth of who you are at an emotional level? Keep up the uh, dang cycle with them. Pluto is also about surrendering, releasing, and letting go and sharing emotional resources. I will get to these horoscopes because we got 15 minutes left. I'm skipping right to them. I ain't going to say nothing else about the astrology. If you want to talk more about it, we can do a a session. (laughs) I go real deep and I'll personalize it to your specific astrology at that. Um, Virgo Pisces, I told y'all, for y'all, it's about your relationship with yourself versus your relationship with others. If you find some imbalance on one end or the other, Put some more energy on the other end. Uh, for Virgo specifically, this is, is the full moon's in your sign. You're reaping what you sow more than anybody. 
right now, okay? Things you began or initiated six months ago, they coming, it's coming home to roost. You either show you good job or fix this or tweak this or modify this or, oh, shit. <laughs> so uh, you could definitely be rewarded for any hard, hard, smart work you've done, and definitely you could experience a form of consequences or effects or uh, what some could deem as punishment for any irresponsibility, okay, uh, rec- recklessness or uh, being inconsiderate to others, all that could be coming home to roost as well. Um, Of course, emotions heightened, especially since the energy is in your sign. um, But you could also, in light of that, the emotional intensity, really express and be more open, at least willing to express and be open about what you are feeling as it relates to others. Like I said, it's either going to be dealing with your relationship to yourself or your relationship to others. So, um, Virgo, you could definitely find the need to focus on yourself and how you can blend harmoniously, more harmoniously, in more of a balanced way your own needs with the needs of others. Maybe it's just the opposite for you, and a lot of energy has been put on you, 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 to the neglect, to the detriment, to the chagrin of your relationship with others, and that's all in a shitty mess shambles. So then this full moon would highlight that it would make that abundantly clear to you and so you could see a way to more more harmoniously blend those needs that you have with the needs of of of, of uh, others in your life that you get that you you know want to uh, maintain and continue to develop a relationship with now full moons are about endings they can be about endings once something is fully manifested and illuminated to us we can see, determine clearly what we want to do about it. A lot of times it can intensify and get stronger and deeper. And sometimes it can be made abundantly clear that it has to be um, severed, surrendered to, and let go of. And then from that point that the full moon is exact, it begins to wane. We, our visible spectrum of the moon begins to lessen and get smaller until it goes back to new. So as if something does come to light at the full moon, that needs to be released, that needs to be let go, then by all means you have the magic of the moon, the the, uh, waning moon after the full moon is exact to to work with those energies to release and let go. As you can see, even by looking at the moon, it's going to be a process. You don't just surrender something and the next day the moon goes new, from full to new. No, it's a process of slowly shedding and releasing any attachments that by the light of the full moon, you come to the clear, concise realization that it no longer serves you. Whatever you were wondering about, oh, does it serve me? Can it serve me? Is it still? Can it serve a purpose? You all know full show by the full moon. Um, so anything that is needs to be concluded or anything that you just need to tweak, you're going to uh, be able to see exactly how to do that. Okay, Virgo, Pisces, still on the axis of your relationship with yourself and others. Yours is dealing more directly so with relationships with others. Um, This will be a time where you can settle issues in your relationships, Pisces, if you need to. Or like I said, you may see where, okay, well, I can go ahead and go deeper, and it's working. You know, I'm getting the results I want, so I can go deeper and harder, become even more committed 
to something or someone, um, or if you realize that this ain't what that is, then yes, you can walk away from something that isn't working anymore and have that energy on your side as the moon is waning. Uh, of course, in your one-to-one interactions with people or your relationships you have with, uh, you know, another person, um, you could find yourself with the full moon Pisces being more emotional um, or even stressed out. It, it, being more emotional does not have to be a bad thing, but you can find in a lower vibrational manifestation, of course, that you're more stressed out or feel more unbalanced or lack harmony when you are dealing with other people, in which case, Pisces, it will become abundantly clear to you to put more energy into your relationship with yourself, and you'll see how that begins to affect your relationships with others as you continue to make adjustments with the um, waning moon and you're releasing and letting go of what is stressing you out or is causing you know, that is revealed itself to be unbalanced or inharmonious. You're going to be letting that go and focusing more energy on yourself. And then by the time the new moon in Aries come, Pisces, it'll be so perfect because new moon in Aries is (laughs) all about self and selfishness and everything that serves you. There's a time and place for that, too. Um, Pisces, it could be a good time to walk away if you choose to or bring a relationship to a deeper level, okay? You may want, since the uh, the seventh house is all about others, Pisces, you may just want to stand back a little and let the other have the spotlight. You know, um, the spotlight is on that area of your chart. So um, you may find that you're you're experiencing more harmony when you flow with that, especially if it's like in a business situation. All partnerships are not romantic partnerships. If you've been working with a partner and things are culminating you know, at the at the time of the full moon showing like, okay, the work that you've been doing with this business partner is starting to pay off, then you can more enjoy the rewards and let them have, you know, some shine as well. Um, this is a really good time for you, Pisces. If you are involved in any negotiations, um, you would tend to be more able with the full moon in your seventh house to see um, compromises that can please uh, both parties involved, clearly that can benefit romantic relationships as well. Um, but the seventh house does rule open enemies, Pisces, the ones you know about, the ones, the frenemies, you know. So something could come up along those lines as well to be either intensified or to be shed and released. Taurus, Scorpio, um, y'all are dealing with the access that talks about enjoying the enjoyment of yourself and kind of the enjoyment of others. They're in the fifth house where Taurus is experiencing the full moon. It's talking about um, settling or things culminating in a love relationship or, you know, in, in, in your just enjoyment, you living from an open heart, enjoying children, enjoying your children, enjoying your um, your inner uh, your heart, you know, your the the part of you that that is emotional and dramatic and passionate and inspired, you know, and 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 that wants to receive praise, um, as opposed to for Scorpio there in the eleventh house, it's more enjoyment of others. That's why the eleventh house rules friendships and groups that we associate with and network because we take that open heart and we share it. That's why it rules humanitarian causes because we're sharing it that open heart with other people. Um, and so for Taurus, you can um, you can definitely grow closer with someone. We're talking about open heart here and enjoyment. Uh, love relationships can be settled. Issues can be settled. 
um, or they could intensify, you know. Um, you could walk away from someone or, uh, you know, be dramatic whenever you are feeling intense emotions, or you could feel more inspired. You could uh, need more attention or praise from someone to feel emotionally secure with this full moon. And so a creative outlet, fifth uh, house is creativity. And, you know, like I said, when you're living from an open heart and enjoying your life from an open heart, you can be, you are inspired to be more creative in whatever way that comes out. Um, Taurus, you could see the completion of a love affair or the heightening of one. If you break up with someone, likely it was a long time coming, okay? And so if you're in uh, the context of a happy relationship, this could be the intensification. This could be the time of bringing it to a more exciting, pleasurable new level. And so you're going to be towards more passionate and spontaneous. Um, just make sure you don't go overboard once again with this Jupiter opposition to Uranus. You know, make sure that it's that you're incre- intensifying things in the context of a relationship at a level that everybody feels comfortable and free within the context of. Um, fifth house is the house of enjoyment, Taurus. So, like, especially around the full moon, it is on Sunday. Like, don't bog yourself down with details and work and obligations. Like, let yourself enjoy yourself and have fun because you could have a negative manifestation if you feel like you can't. Scorpio, um, like I said, groups, friendships, networking, you can settle things with people within the context of groups and friendships and networks. Or you could leave a group or a friendship. Um, uh, you could become close. You, it, a friendship could intensify or you become closer. Or you could become more invested in one or a cause, humanitarian cause. You know, you, you can interchange these keywords, friendships, humanitarian causes, groups, um, or even hopes, wishes, and dreams, which is in the 11th house there, okay, um, Scorpio? Uh, you can make progress with a dream for your future, or you could let let one go. The full moon shows you, you know, you might want to let that dream die. And so uh, um, you could also be less emotional than others because the 11th house Aquarius is like detached, like it can detach emotionally and still, you know, exist. <laughs> so... Um, your, uh, any Scorpio, you know, which would be so weird because Scorpio is such an intense emotional sign, but Scorpios might be a, a, just detached enough at this full moon to make a, a productive, beautiful decision regarding group friends. Um, also, ex-lovers fall into this 11th house Scorpio, okay? And so you may be just detached enough to take the necessary steps to walk away from an ex-lover or a group or a friendship that is not conducive to your highest well-being. Um, yeah, definitely cutting ties could take place for you, Scorpio. Um, let's see. Uh, Scorpio, this energy is real. It's, it's Aquarius. It's Uranus. It's real spontaneous. Stay flexible, Scorpio. Um Go go with the flow. Be willing to go with the flow for sure when it comes to just whatever is going on. 11th house is a real smorgasbord type of energy, so it could just be anything, just you more than anybody. And I know saying that to a Scorpio, which is a fixed sign, is really saying something, especially because 11th house is a fixed house. But 
this 11th house energy definitely wants you to be willing to turn a corner, step outside of your box and comfort zone, and um, and 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 consider that your hopes, wishes, and dreams can be manifesting in ways that you hadn't anticipated. Okay, Capricorn, Cancer, y'all are dealing with this axis of long-term plans versus short-term plans. Okay. Capricorn specifically can be settling issues with expansion, um, finalizing plans for expansion or exploration. Um, Capricorn can be wrapping up or culminating, finishing a course of study or settling something, uh, legalities, legal issues. Um, Maybe you've been working on expanding something and you finalize it or, you know, or finish it around this time. Um, or with a um, Sagittarius, you could be finalizing something or intensifying something with a Sagittarius Capricorn. Um, in general, this could be, because it's the ninth house for you, Capricorn, it could just be a more optimistic and positive full moon for you. Um, I love this uh, lunation for Capricorn because it's so anti-Capricorn and it it get, puts you in a position where you can really grow from a more spiritual perspective. Ninth house is very spiritual. It governs Pisces and Sagittarius. Uh, Jupiter governs Pisces and Sagittarius, which correlates with that ninth house. So um, you could really be seeing how what you believe affects you as a person, okay? And you could be growing from that. You could be growing mentally, Capricorn, um, which leads to you growing in every other way. Like I said, it happens mentally and spiritually first. It's so powerful, Capricorn. Do not sleep on this full moon. Don't sleep on opportunities that, will, that, that become fully illuminated to you to expand, to work with a Sagittarius, to um, make spiritual connections. I know you're an earth sign and you, you're all about the tangible and material, but don't sleep on what you can't see. That that I've been saying throughout this show, I'm saying that to you specifically now because there's so much beauty that can come from it if you're willing to um, it, go there. Be more open to having fun. Come on, it's sad. It's the ninth house Capricorn. Get with it. <laughs> um Fun, especially in an adventurous way, fun that allows you to learn, you know, fun with a purpose, okay? Be open to that, and you'll be glad you did, uh, especially as you think more long-term. Cancer, for you, the focus is more on the short-term, short-term projects, short-term plans, um, ideas, information that you've been gathering. All that can come to a culmination or be finalized now, paperwork. The little quick paperwork can be finalized, applications, you know. Um, you could be more open mentally to share what you're thinking and feeling. Cancer, I want you to definitely keep the Mercury Square Saturn um, suggestions that I've been sharing in mind um, because you're going to feel open. You're going to feel like sharing. You're going to feel like expressing your emotions and being understood. And you're going to feel like understanding the emotions of others and the situations of, of that you're with other people. And you could have some in, a lot of insight into what people um, are are wanting to express, even if they do get it wrong or confused or, or have misunderstandings. And so considering, you know, third house deals with siblings and 
relatives, people in your community. Um, it could be a lot. Third house is ruled by Mercury. It can be really busy. It can be really just everywhere all the time, messages, running around, errands. Um, but there could be something there could be something in that for you in the form of a gift for transformation, positive transformation in your life if you can see it. And I'm running so low on time, y'all. I definitely want to come back next week and I will finish. I got Sagittarius, Gemini, Leo, Aquarius, and Aries Libra um to finish next week. I really appreciate y'all. If y'all need to get in contact with me anyway, it's in the episode description information for the show. Thank you for indulging your world healer, the dark and less lovely Astro Tarot Shaman to start out the show. And thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Happy full moon in Virgo. (laughs) Talk to you next week. Peace. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.